One of the most common mistakes people make when dealing with food cravings is trying to suppress them altogether. Now, while it's natural to want to avoid temptation, trying to suppress cravings can backfire and lead to overeating. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. So today we are talking all about the mistakes that you may be making when it comes to managing your food cravings. God knows I've made quite a few mistakes myself along my journey, but first I have a question for you. Do you ever find yourself craving certain foods, especially when you're trying to stick to a healthy diet? If so, you are not alone. Food cravings can be very difficult to manage, as I'm sure you know, and if not handled properly, they can be a significant obstacle in achieving your health goals. That's why in today's episode, we will explore the biggest mistakes people make with managing food cravings and provide some practical tips on how to handle them effectively. So first, let's talk about understanding your food cravings. Before diving into the mistakes people make when managing food cravings, it's essential to understand what they are and why they occur. So food cravings are intense desires for specific types of food, often high in sugar, fat, or salt. They can be caused by various factors, including hormonal changes, emotional triggers, or nutrient deficiencies. Now, the most common cause that I see as a nutritionist in my practice is definitely emotional triggers, especially coming off of the heels of the pandemic and the last few years that we've had. Now, it's crucial to recognize that food cravings are, they're entirely normal, and you don't need to feel guilty or feel bad or feel shameful for experiencing them. Now, recently, I actually did a community survey and I asked people like, how does it feel to be struggling with food cravings? You know, and some of the responses I got were, I feel shameful. I feel embarrassed. I feel like a failure. And if that's you, and if you've ever said anything like that to yourself, or if you felt that way, I want to let you know, again, you are not alone. And a lot of times it's not even your fault. We just need to understand, you know, why you're having these cravings, understand the triggers that are causing you to have the cravings. And then we can determine what the plan is to help you to move past them. Okay, so let's get into mistake number one, trying to suppress food cravings. One of the most common mistakes people make when dealing with food cravings is trying to suppress them altogether. Now, while it's natural to want to avoid temptation, trying to suppress cravings can backfire and lead to overeating. Instead of ignoring your cravings, try to acknowledge them and understand them. Consider whether you're genuinely hungry or if you're eating for emotional reasons. Once you understand the root cause of your cravings, you can make more informed decisions about what to eat. Now, specifically with emotional eating, um, with my clients that do have this issue, you know, one of the questions I ask them is, you know, what are you really hungry for? 
Because sometimes we're not actually hungry for that food that we're reaching for. It's just because we've been triggered by something that causes us to reach for that food. And it's helpful to know the difference between emotional hunger and true hunger. So emotional hunger usually comes on quite quickly and also feels like it can only be satisfied by a specific food. And then we have, you know, true hunger on the other hand, which usually comes uh, comes about like more slowly. Okay. So basically with true hunger, it's hunger that can actually be delayed. So for example, let's say it's your lunchtime, it's 12 o'clock and you're like, you know what? I know it's lunchtime. I know it's 12 o'clock. I'm a little bit hungry, but you know what? I just have to send a couple more emails. I got to finish working on this report and then I'll eat lunch, right? Now, true hunger can actually be delayed versus emotional hunger. It feels like it needs to be catered to right in that moment and only by a specific food. Now, if you struggle with food cravings or eating a lot of processed foods, then you'll want to join my challenge that I have coming up very soon. During the challenge, you'll learn how to break bad habits without depriving yourself of your favorite foods. This is how I was able to lose weight and maintain my weight loss. There's a link in the show notes for you to join. And I really do hope to see you in the challenge. I'm actually going to be going live for three days straight, showing you how to manage those food cravings and how to reduce overeating once and for all. Okay, so mistake number two, skipping meals. Skipping meals is another mistake people make when managing food cravings. Now, many people believe that skipping meals can help them lose weight, but it can actually have the opposite effect. Skipping meals can lead to low blood sugar levels, making you feel irritable, fatigued, and more prone to food cravings. It's essential to eat regular, balanced meals that include protein, healthy fats, and complex carbs to keep your blood sugar levels stable. Mistake number three, not drinking enough water. Dehydration can often be mistaken for food cravings, leading people to eat when they are not actually hungry. Drinking enough water throughout the day can help you to stay hydrated and reduce the likelihood of experiencing false hunger signals. So aim to drink at least eight glasses of water per day or more, especially if you exercise regularly. Now, one of the previous episodes I talked about, like if you want to drink more water, but you don't really like necessarily drinking water, you know, try adding different things to your water. Okay. So some flavor add-ins, you know, I love adding in some cucumber. I actually have some on my desk right now. So I'll add in some cucumbers to the water. You know, sometimes I might actually add like a squeeze of lemon juice in there as well, which is perfect for eliminating toxins. And it just makes it more enjoyable to drink. Okay. So mistake number four keeping trigger foods in the house. And this was definitely one of the mistakes I was making on my weight loss journey. So trigger foods are foods that you find challenging to resist and often lead to overeating. Examples include ice cream, cookies, chips, and chocolate. For me, if you guys know my story, it is all about them cookies, okay? So if you know that certain foods are triggers for you, it's best to avoid keeping them in the house altogether. Or if you do keep them in the house, then I want you to make it harder for you to actually eat them. So for example, my situation was with cookies. Like I was a cookie monster. I just always ate cookies before I was, you know, trying to lose weight. So the thing is, I kept those cookies on my kitchen counter. So every time I walked into the kitchen, I saw the cookies right there. Cookies were like waving at me, saying hello. They're like, eat me, eat me. (laughs) All right. So, you know, the first thing I did, 
I didn't immediately throw out the cookies, even though I knew I should. I didn't immediately throw out the cookies. What I started to do was just to make it harder to actually eat the cookies. And by that, I meant putting it in a pantry where I didn't immediately see it because if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. So the other thing is not only did I put it in the pantry, I put it on a higher shelf in the pantry so that I actually had to step on a stool to get to the cookies. Okay. So I made it much, much harder to actually get to them. So I would advise trying that. Like if you're not quite ready to part with the cookies just yet and throw them out, then just try having them out of sight so that they're out of mind and just make it a little bit more difficult to reach for them. Okay. So mistake number five, and this is the last one we have is not planning ahead. Okay. So not planning ahead can also lead to overeating and poor food choices. So if you're constantly on the go and don't have healthy snacks or meals on hand, you may be more prone to just grab whatever's convenient, regardless of whether or not it aligns with your health goals. So take some time to plan your meals and snacks in advance and keep healthy options on hand, such as fruits, vegetables, and nuts. And I'm actually a living, breathing example of this right now because I'm going through um, probably one of the busiest periods of the year so far um, with television appearances, speaking gigs, and it's been crazy. So in the beginning, I had actually fallen off of my meal planning and I was just not eating the best of foods, right? So then I got back into the group a couple of weeks ago, and I know I shared this on the podcast as well, but some of you might not have listened to that episode. Um, so I recently got back into the group a couple of weeks ago, and I can't tell you you know, what a relief it is to just be able to open the fridge, reach for my lunch, and then just sit down and just eat it, right? Or reheat it, depending on what it is that I'm eating, right? So today I actually like prepped a salad ahead of time, okay? So I actually prepped all of the components separately. So I like to put, so I have like a salad mix and I like to add in things like cherry tomatoes. Um, I like adding in some red cabbage for a nice pop of color, um, you know, lots of antioxidants and red cabbage as well and fiber, um, chickpeas, cucumbers, things like that. And edamame. I love having edamame in there. Cause again, it's a nice pop of color and it's, a, um, it's more protein. Okay. So what I did was I actually put these things in separate containers. So the chickpeas, I put them in a separate container. Okay. The red cabbage, I chopped that up. I put that in a container, the cucumbers, I chopped that up. I put that in another container. Okay. So that when I needed to have my lunch, all I had to do was just open these containers and just assemble everything. I'm not there now chopping every, like washing everything up, chopping everything up and making the salad. So it just made it so much quicker for me to eat that salad. Okay. I also made, um, black bean quesadillas, same sort of thing. Okay. And the black bean quesadillas, what I like about them was I ate a salad one day, right? Which is, you know, pretty healthy. And then the black bean quesadilla, which is also very healthy, but it's also kind of like a comfort food and a treat. So I like having two different types of lunch options because it, it just gives you something to kind of look forward to. Right. So if you're not planning your meals, right? Like they say, if you, if you fail to plan, plan to fail, Right. So you need to plan your meals ahead of time and snacks too, if you can do it. Okay. But again, I don't want you to go out of the gate, um, planning everything at once, like all of my lunches and all my dinners, just focus on one thing. So maybe heading into next week, you're just focusing on lunches and making a couple of healthy lunches. Okay. Start small. And then when you, when you start to get those small wins under your belt, start to just continue to build from there. Okay. That's how you get momentum. That's how you get motivation. All right. So let's talk about some tips for managing food cravings. Now that we know what some of the mistakes and some of the pitfalls are. Okay. Um, practice mindful eating. When you do eat, try to do so mindfully, pay attention to the taste, the texture, and the smell of your food and avoid distractions like the TV or the phone. So try not to be like scrolling through, you know, your phone or Instagram or, you know, answering emails when you're eating. Okay. Because that's also going to lead to indigestion. And when you have indigestion, your body's not digesting um, the nutrients, nutrients on the foods that you're eating. 
So that means like even if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm eating this this nice, big, green, healthy salad, if I am eating that salad while I'm busy and I'm stressed and I'm looking through emails, right, I'm probably going to get indigestion. It's probably going to throw off my digestion and I'm not actually going to be absorbing all of the beneficial nutrients in the foods that I'm eating. Okay, so practice mindful eating. Um, another tip is to, you know, eat a balanced diet. So aim to eat a diet that's rich in whole unprocessed foods that include plenty of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats. Now guys, healthy fats, if you have my book, Unbreakable, I talk about this. So healthy fats were super helpful to me on my weight loss journey, specifically in helping to manage sugar cravings. So if you feel like you're addicted to sugar and junk food, again, I want to let you know it's not your fault. During my upcoming challenge, I'm going to be pulling back the curtain on certain foods that immediately tell your brain to crave and have more, even when you're full. So tap on the link in the show notes right now and save your spot for the challenge while there are still spots available. Another tip, get enough sleep. Okay. So lack of sleep can affect your hormones, making you more prone to food cravings. It completely throws your hormones out of whack. Um, I actually did um, a podcast episode about this where I talked specifically about what happens in your body and what happens with your hormones when you lack sleep. So go back and listen to that episode because there's a lot of juicy bits in there. Okay. Now in terms of the amount of sleep everybody needs, that's completely different. It depends on the individual, but You know, experts say anywhere between seven to eight hours of sleep per night is what you need. For me, I know my sweet spot is about seven and a half hours. If I sleep like for like maybe eight hours or more than eight hours, I tend to actually feel overtired the next day and a little bit groggy, but seven and a half is really my sweet spot. So again, you got to find out what that sweet spot is for you. Okay. Exercise regularly. Regular physical activity can help to reduce stress and boost mood, both of which can contribute to food cravings. Okay. And also when you exercise and you take that time to take care of your body and get that movement in, it gives you that confidence, right? You have that win. You're like, oh wow. Like, you know, I actually worked out today. Like I feel so good. Right. And that means you're going to be much more likely to make better food choices. Okay. This is also another area of my life that I fell off of was exercising. And I was like, okay, Trudy, like enough is enough here. Like we have to get moving again because we're sitting at our desk, like the majority of the day, which a lot of people are. And you have to get moving again. So what can you do with the time that you have? So I actually just decided to wake up 15 minutes earlier. And now I've been able to squeeze my workouts in in the morning. So I do like a 20 minute workout in the morning. So again, like just work with the time that you have, even if it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes, try to see what you could do with that. Okay. If you go on YouTube, just search 10 minute workouts. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things that will come up for you. Okay. Or maybe even it's like I said, it's just going for a walk in the middle of the day. Like when you have a conference call, jump on the call, you know, put your AirPods in your earphones in, go for a walk and take that call and get that movement in at the same time. Manage stress. It is so important to have healthy outlets for stress because stress can be a major trigger for food cravings and overeating. So finding healthy ways to manage stress, such as meditation or yoga, or even going on YouTube and watching like a funny clip, or maybe on your lunch break, maybe you watch like a funny show on Netflix. Again, this is something that I actually do. So right now I'm watching this show on Netflix. It's called Well Mania. I don't know if you've heard of this show, but essentially it's all about, I don't want to spill the beans here, but it's all about this woman. She's like a food writer and, um, something happens to her. So basically she has like a limited amount of time to get well so that she can actually pursue her dream of being um, like a, a judge on this top television show. Okay. So 
it's just a hilarious show. It's just funny. It's like a light show, right? So I actually like taking a break in the middle of my day and just watching like a really funny show. And that helps to just eliminate the stress or at least reduce my stress greatly. Okay. So again, just find whatever it is that works for you. Okay. Uh, Seek support. Don't be afraid to seek support from friends, family, or a healthcare professional if you're struggling with food cravings. And again, if you join my upcoming challenge, you're definitely going to be getting that support that you need. You're going to have other people in the group just like you who will also hold you accountable and cheer you on and where you can get that support. Because maybe you want to eat healthier, but your friends or your family might not be on board. So you need a supportive community. And that's exactly what you're going to get in my live three-day challenge. And having that sense of community and having that sense of support is going to make it much more likely for you to achieve your goals. So guys, managing food cravings, it can be a challenging task, but avoiding the biggest mistakes can make the process so much more manageable. Remember that food cravings are normal and it's essential to understand them and why they're happening rather than to just try to suppress them. By planning ahead, eating a balanced diet, getting enough sleep and exercise, managing stress and seeking support, you can take control of your food cravings and achieve your health goals. Again, if you're struggling with overeating, constantly giving into food cravings or breaking bad habits, I want to invite you to join my upcoming challenge. I'm going to be going live for three days straight to help you to crush those food cravings. And you can ask me any questions that you have. One of the most difficult parts of breaking bad habits and reducing food cravings is knowing where to start. Okay. This, I can't tell you how many times I get asked this question, like Trudy, I want to eat healthier, but I've tried so many times before and I failed and I just get frustrated. I get overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. And I don't know where to start. That's why during the challenge, I'm going to be sharing a powerful five-step framework to help you to identify the perfect starting point that fits your goals, also your taste buds and your busy schedule. So consider the challenge a roadmap to finally crushing your cravings and busting bad habits. Again, there's a link in the show notes for you to join. So tap that link and join right now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.